0: Welcome to Cast with your hosts,
1: Greg and Mike. Tonight we're going to do our Seinfeld episode. Okay. And we're, again, we're dickless because, again, he's forgotten how to get to the studio. So I think this is going to be happening more and more. We'll be lucky if, you know, he shows up for a guest appearance I I was
0: going to say, I think his status is going to move into guest host status here soon. Yeah. And Uh, most
1: people have mentioned that his audio quality is usually pretty bad and you know, Because well, he's, he's, he's hiding in the closet <laughs> Let's not go there <laughs> uh, So uh, the first thing I, w- I want to talk about Tonight though Is an experience I had A couple of days ago at Disneyland I was rushing to get to the park To try to meet the WTTM People That's window To two, the, the magic match, yeah. Those who may not know what WTTM is So I uh hauled ass over to the park, zipped up as quick as I could to the Mickey and a friend's parking structure, and there were two cars in front of me, so I thought, okay, no big deal. I, I see one car in a line next to me, no car in the one next to that, and if you've ever been to that parking structure, you know, you can move to another line if you really needed to, but there's pylons to maneuver around and all that. So I'm sitting there my big old Dodge Magnum, not wanting to try to maneuver between the, the big pylons, and I'm thinking, what the hell is taking so long to pay your eight bucks to park, or show them your annual pass? And some punk is pin trading with the guy taking the money to park. And I'm thinking, what the hell is this about? You
0: know, I've never noticed
1: that that the P-lot, uh,
0: you know, cashier people are wearing pin trading lanyards. Never you know, noticed I
1: had that. Never. I don't think I've ever seen that before. So. I'm thinking, okay, this is bad enough. I felt like honking. No, I thought, no, no. So, give it a couple seconds. It would have been okay if they would have stopped with one. But then they said, oh, let's look at this other one. Now, I thought they were only supposed to trade with one. But there's two people in the car. So maybe, you know, maybe they can do that. At this point, I'm getting a little po Okay. Yeah, there's, n- there's nobody in the other two lines that are open now. So back up the big old Magnum, maneuvered through the pylons. Pulled up and smiled. I have to lean all the way across to the other side because now, of course, I'm on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's threw him out my pass and said, hey, any room in Chippendale tonight? You, think, you know, this is about 6 o'clock. you think I could park over there? Smiling. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, sir, we're full. Well, thanks anyways. And I'll go tearing off. Look over to the left. Chippendale is virtually empty. So I sighed, and I thought, okay, and then they they sent us all the way to the top of the parking structure. You're on the roof. On the roof, which paid off at the end, because when I left, I jammed I out before the fireworks and then took some photographs from the top of the fireworks, so that was okay. But uh, people, you know, I guess the people who, in my opinion, should never wear a lanyard, ticket takers, yep. parking lot attendants. Yep. Uh, you know, anybody that's, you know, uh working the queue at an attraction, anything that can slow down or screw up the show for the other guests uh, in a situation where they're holding the lineup should never, ever, ever have a lanyard on, in my humble opinion. Um, uh You know, Richard was telling us that, uh, I guess at one time, security was asked to wear them, or when they first came out, you know, they wanted them to wear them, and... Wait, and wait. What? Are we going to have to edit this out? No. Well, no, he's well, telling me that story well, about why, security. Okay. You know, <laughs> and, uh... <Is> <laughs> I, I guess this... The <laughs> <laughs> you just... Why?
0: Because you're dangerously close to spilling the beans about Richard's, you know, alter ego and where he works, so I'm just...
1: Oh, who said Richard was his real name?
0: I I understand. I'm just saying you're coming dangerously close. Okay. okay go back and edit it out and No, I'm not going to, it's fun. I'm just, you know, want to make okay. sure that you know I'm the little angel that pops up on your shoulder, not the little devil said Just think about what you're okay. saying, okay?
1: Just like Earl and trapped on vacation, yeah. you'll never know who Richard really is. Okay. So anyways um I guess the story goes that they wanted security to wear them and the security people balked at it. It makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah, you're pin trading and someone's... Yeah, someone's shoplifting behind you or someone (laughs) is uh, uh, pickpocketing and you're sitting there uh, pin trading or you need to help a, you know, the fireman come in for a paramedic run or whatever they're doing and you're pin trading. So I guess... Management saw fit to say, "Okay, you guys are excluded from this thing," and it makes a lot of sense. So, yes. Well, uh, I'm.
0: I think the whole pin trading thing is. I, I don't. know, I, Stupid. There. I won't. I won't pull any punches. I think it's dumb.
1: Yeah. See, I like. Uh, I like to purchase some of the pins. Sure. The trading thing is all a little creepy. I'm. Uh, you I, know, you, you're staring at someone's chest. You know, like a pervert. I don't well, you're, you're eye, you're, your your so eye your eyes are going up and down in front of these women and guys. Yeah, they're, and they're 19
0: year old girls, right? they sweepers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I
1: just don't, I and don't now, get you know, it. Some of them wear these square little patches on their hip. So now you're staring at their nether region. Uh, <laughs>
0: I I still I just don't get it. I I mean.
1: I don't is trade it, with strangers. I just, I is just. It a love way, to it. Is
0: it a way to move merchandise? I mean, my understanding is the pins that they give to the cast members to give away are crap.
1: I know some of them are good. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, it. I guess it depends on what floats your boat. You know, we look for, you know, like we, we pretty much buy the attractions we like or. Um, disneyland's i don't know if disney world's doing this but disneyland had for the first six months of the year whatever i think if you bought twenty dollars worth you got this exclusive pin um or for every twenty dollars you got you know extra pin so we'd sometimes end up with two and we'd go we didn't find out about this about the third month in so we're like oh we want to complete the set so we go look at cast members lanyards for the ones we're missing um and it, when i said disney world i found out that The Disney World cast members had ones that had little Mickey ears on them. Those were the ones that were given to them. You know, and some of them are are good. Some of them are bad. Uh, uh, The wife likes Tinkerbell stuff, so she'll buy some of the Tinkerbell ones. Yeah, buy.
0: I can can understand buying. It's a souvenir of your stay. I mean, the last pin I bought was on the 17th last year, and I bought, you know, a gold 50th anniversary pin. One to keep and one to put on a hat. But the whole... I mean, is it, what yeah, is it, what's, right, what's it kind What is it trying to do? Is it trying to get people to talk to each other? Is it trying to?
1: No, I think it's uh, generating sales because there are some uh, sharks. I mean, if you if you're brave enough oh, to run gracious. through the uh, the uh, shark pit over at Plaza Inn or Plaza Pavilion, I'm sorry, uh, some of those guys will not trade with you unless you go. Get them an ex- exclusive. Yeah, you know, we might have candy. to do like
0: a, a, a hidden undercover expose of that. We might have to yeah. rig ourselves up with some portable recording equipment, and, you know, like they do on 60 Minutes or something, and go down the.
1: we old the Rivera Live. <laughs> but, you know. We're now going to open the Disney safe of Pinching.
0: <laughs> no. No. You know, uh, who does it? You know, Stone Phillips, uh, those people, 2020, you know, they send somebody undercover all the time.
1: Stone Phillips drives me nuts. You ever watch (laughs) it? He he can't talk without, like, turning his head to the side. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: He's got his little (laughs)
1: affectations. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it would be funny
0: (laughs) to walk up there and say, Oh, I'll I'll give you this. You you know, just to hear the BS they want you to go through just to get something stupid.
1: Yeah, there there are some of those people you see there. Every time I go, I see the same guys there. And they're carrying around large, those large folders. You know, I bring them home. I put them in a shadow box and display them yeah. at home. I don't carry the pins around and trade I them. I might buy a few Disneyland 50th ones again before I go back to Disney World just to no, trade it, with a cast But, you know, if I go something. buy a
2: pin,
0: why would I want to give it away?
1: What? Well, because if you're trading, you're probably buying two of some cheapo And then you're looking for exclusive ones.
0: So I'm trying to get one over on somebody who's stupid about it or something. I'm, you know, I'm gonna.
1: No, you know, you're you're probably these pins cost them what pennies probably to make, and the cast member wears let's say one that says it's got the Euro Disneyland castle and it says AT and T, supposedly only given to the AT and T cast members or AT and T sponsors, whatever. So now you've bought a six dollar pin that cost them. You know what, fifty cents to make in the bulk, they're probably making them. Sure. And you're trading for something again that probably cost them fifty cents or less, or the sponsor paid for. So you're generating a lot of sales for people to go and trade. Um, it's the only, it's got to be a money made. You know, Disney doesn't do things that don't. No, we know, make we make all money, know that.
0: You know? I just, you know, I'm just not with the concept. I guess if I go buy a pin, cost me five bucks. My goal is to try to trade for a pin that cost somebody else seven bucks.
1: Well, yeah. If we're going to buy one that we're going to trade, we're going to buy the six six ninety five one. I think it's the cheapest ones they have out there. All right, seven not, bucks. Not the ten ninety five one. We're going to buy you know the six ninety five one. Uh, and sometimes we'll just keep one on hand. Like, well, let's say I bought a Jessica six ninety five. So it's I'll Jessica keep Jessica Rabbit, right? Jessica Rabbit. I'll keep her around just in case I see something I want. Now I don't usually wear the lanyard. When well, I was on vacation at Disney World, I wore the lanyard. Uh, but a lot of mine, I bought those little uh, uh, things to put on the back so they don't fall off. Because my, my son was really disappointed. We see so when we were there in spring break, they gave us lanyards when we checked in. And we both ended up with different pins on the lanyards they gave us. And he was going to give one to his mom when we got home. And somewhere he had lost it. It caught on something. Uh, so he's kind of bummed out. So we bought they have these little brass backings that have a little Allen wrench. And... Oh, really? Crank them down. Oh. Yeah, and they don't fall off then. So, but I did break one. I guess I did a little too tight snapped right off the back, but <laughs> uh, they replaced it. so it's no big deal. Um, but, you know, I, in architecture, there are some people, you know, there's those social architects out there that think if you, you know, put porches on houses and the neighbors will get to know each other because they're all hanging out on the porches. And I think, you know, if you want to get to know your neighbor, you're going to go talk to him, not because you have a porch, but because you want to know your neighbor. So it's pin trading. I don't think is any social engineering of any type. It's it's a money maker. Well, I mean, look at all that stuff, and look what you find on eBay. I mean, geez. Yeah, I mean,
0: but okay, half eBay. A it, exclusives but for exclusives, for you know. But Disney's not getting that money.
1: Well, no, but it is generate. Somebody has to buy those in the first place. So uh, you've <laughs> seen those ones. You know, I I love these things, you see. Sometimes I'll call Richard, hey, can you go down to the park and see if they've got this Yeti? Because they're saying this, you know, on the the website that no longer sold to Disneyland. You know, it's a Matterhorn Yeti or something. Harold, Oh, no, yeah, we're still selling those. So, you know, you get these people that go on vacation, they buy something, they go back, and they list it on eBay saying it's no longer sold or it's exclusive, and, you know, it's... Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit or not.
0: All right, well... Shock me up as one of the people just not getting the pin trading thing.
1: Well, you know, like I say I, I mean, I, I won't go trade with with other people I don't know. I'll only go to cast members, and there's still that, that kind of creepy feeling as you're checking someone's chest <laughs> out, and now the nether region because of those little patches <laughs> of pins they have. Uh, some of the shops you go into, some of the smart ones, they leave their lanyard like laying on the counter. Yeah. So they don't have you don't have to stare at their brachistos. Um, well, you can just look down at or the Or Grab counter. the
0: lanyard and pull it towards you. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, well, yeah, that's, I didn't realize there was this whole etiquette thing, because I would never go and grab one. Though, you know, there is a temptation when you're, when you are trading with, you know, a cast member well, to want to well, touch it. Well, you just it, want to look, right? Get touch it, feel it. <laughs> but <laughs> this, this little girl was buying her first pin, and the cast member was describing to her the, the etiquette, and then I noticed that they have printed and hung in some stores. You know, never, Grab a lanyard without asking first. You know, never touch another person. Never do this because you know there's got to be this a certain amount of pervertness to this too that yes. I'm sure has hit a backlash to Disney that, you know, hey somebody grabbed my little kid's lanyard and you know touched her her little 13 year old boobie and you know she was being groped and all this and I'm, I'm sh- sure that happens. Yeah, oh it had to have happened. Uh, and there's because I've I've heard some cast members say that rude idiot he just grabbed my lanyard and. Um You know, there's there's some cycles out there trading. I mean, definite DFs. Yeah. And
0: um, I I think they're I think they're level beyond DF actually.
1: Well, are they fifty one forty nine and a halfs?
0: <laughs> <laughs> fifty one forty nine and a half. That's not funny. quite a true. It, yeah, yeah, they're not quite a true fifty one fifty. 50. Yeah, I know where you're going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're going so, You know, when when we get the uh when we get the mobile. The cast Mobile Studio uh, rig set up. We'll go sit there at the PI and we'll.
1: Uh, yeah, we should do that.
0: We'll, uh, you know, give a running commentary play by play and drop that into a show.
1: Well, you know, I, d- I do have some of the equipment on order because I'm going to start using it on IMW. Um, R- what did you order? My way. I ordered some binaural mics. Oh, but you need a recording device. Yes, I'm researching those right now. Uh, Jeff from me, Jeff the Meandering Mouse, has uh, told me what he uses, and I was searching around. I'm. I haven't asked him one technical little thing, which is uh, he uses an iRipper 799, I think, which has a line in. Uh, many MP3 players have lines in. Many more do not. But the ones that do, not all of them are amplified, so that means you'd need a preamp. Oh, yeah.
0: Do you want to? Uh do you want to feel inadequate for podcasting? Go to a website called podcastrigs.com.
1: No, I don't... Wait, wait, you know what? And Actually, that, and that might have been the website that he sent me to go do some and research And this guy on. has
0: <laughs> entry-level podcast rig, basic podcast rig. Is he the one
1: that's him. using the, the, the Sony MD?
0: No, no. It's a, He's got, like, these little packages that, or, you know, everyone uses the... Uh, HM1 microphone by Keck, I think it is. You know, there's a little four-channel mixing board for with the USB interface for uh, basic. I mean, it goes from you know $150 investment to $3,000 investment.
1: That, that sounds really familiar because because um, you can I buy ch-
0: you can buy the uh, digital hybrid telephone hybrid, which is the which is the bridge, you know, where you jack in your phone line and you make calls and you can record the phone calls like they're doing a radio station, you know. And that's a serious piece of equipment, just a podcast with a
1: telephone. Yeah, yeah definitely. I. Shoot, I why am I not logging? I was trying to go into the Disney Podcast Network to see where Jeff had sent me to, but for some reason I have this problem occasionally with the Podcast Network where I can't sign in. I have to clear my cash and then I'm okay. How? Uh, we don't have to promote yeah.
0: that anymore. We got the new liner from Mr. Brian Summer.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, he. Cr- oh, that's right. He created it, or yeah. one of his uh, voiceover guys created it, right? Brian Summer or is
0: the voiceover guy. Oh,
1: for, for David O'Neill's. yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. He also does some. I think one of the
1: magic. He yeah, wor- no, he, he does some he really good stuff. The guys get the guys pretty good. There well, was he, an interview with him on. Yeah, EAC. well,
0: you know, he's the answering machine for the gallery.
1: Well, I never called the gallery, but oh, I Okay, that, well, yeah.
0: th- if you listen to EAC, he you know, talk about he talks about that he's the uh, answering voice answering. Yes, voice he did. Answering. We yes he did. But he's done some other stuff. So now he's doing some DPM promos. So we'll just we don't we don't need to do that part of the housekeeping. We'll just let Brian tell everybody. Okay. And if you want to know more about Brian, maybe we should plug his website, huh? Go for it. Briansummer.com. There you go. <laughs> that was <a laughs> that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. So pin trading. Yeah. I think we'll just have to go and watch it to describe it because I'm, I'm not getting it. I, you know, if I'm gonna spend seven bucks or eleven bucks, I'm keeping the damn thing. I, I don't, I don't see the necessity to spend seven or eleven bucks to go f- hunting around, on people's chests or nether regions for a pin that I couldn't find in a cart. I'm not.
1: Well, okay. With, um. Like I say, right now there are some pins that you can't get on a cart. Um but if
0: I'm a serious collector, I'm gonna go buy you know, one or two pins every payday or something right So th- the likelihood of it not being on a cart is because I was sick and missed a few weeks of you know
1: there are some that are absolutely not sold on a cart um,
0: So they're only on cast member lanyards
1: Well no, okay uh, like I said for the first six months I think it was the first Sunday of every month, um, They were doing, there's this card, I actually found one of the cards so we could put it with our display when we make it. Uh, it was a different attraction, had a different um, character, for the Space Mountain, I think Mickey was riding in the Space Mountain vehicle, then Goofy was riding in one of the ride vehicles, Daisy Duck was on a glider for soaring. those kind of things. The only way you could get them... Well, actually, that one you could purchase. You have to purchase $20 worth of pins to get that free pin. Okay. Now, if you thought, oh, sh-, you found out about it in March, and you wanted the January and February one, you had Too to go bad. trade for it. Yeah. So. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's the one that uh, I finally got logged in on the Mac. The PC didn't log in. I don't know what the hell's going on with the PC. Uh, Jeff suggested going to soundprofessionals.com. Yeah,
0: they're the ones that yeah, yeah they're the ones that, that had his the microphones he was talking about.
1: Yeah, they did. And they also, they're they're having them hooked up to a Sony MD uh, recorder, so uh, not a not a typical MP3 type thing. But anyhow, all right, um, that that pretty much covers pin trading. But yeah, there are some that. For instance, I actually went on eBay and I got them for a couple bucks each. They weren't very expensive. I was kind of surprised, with they had the monorail ones. That I, I'm a huge monorail fanatic, and they had some cast member monorail pins that were Disney World. I didn't get the whole set because there's a whole you know color skew of the or you know thing of these, and I just bought one or two that I liked, and and that was it. So those are the kind of things you're looking for that you wouldn't find anywhere else, or maybe a pin. That isn't being sold anymore. First, I, I was gonna buy the House of the Future pin and I picked up the last <laughs> one I'm to hang in there. Went up to the counter and I noticed it's all kinda jacked up, so I ah, no, I don't want it. I figured I'll get it the next time I'm there. Can't find it now. Gone, okay. So either they're, they've discontinued it and I'm gonna have to either trade or if I really am a big enough fan, purchase it off eBay or something, which I'm probably not that big of a fan because, you know, once it gets to eBay, people for some reason think it's made of gold. Gold, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I found just that You know, I went to a Disney Anna convention once, and it was like that. Uh, people have an inflated value or worth to their Disney stuff than it really is worth. I mean, you could sometimes go from booth to booth and see, uh, you know, price ranges of things that just swung from one end to the other of the pendulum. It's yeah, you know, it's kind of a sick thing out there that, that people will rape you. For a Disney item and tell you It's exclusive or discontinued It's 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 really bad Huh
0: Anyways It makes me wonder how much my My paltry collection of Disney items might go for You
1: yeah, see I, I I remember when I worked at the park There was another guy who worked with me Who was collecting uh, I guess you could call him You know the the pre-pin days, they were the... I guess... I, I called them a pin or like a badge. You know, it's the bigger, round um, pin. You know, it had more of the loop on the back, you know, the like a safety pin kind of thing on uh-huh. the back of them. You know, the big metal things. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, of what, though? And, oh, well, he had a collection of grad night ones. And he had found out... You know, we had talked and kind of sh- compared our little collections. And he wanted my my wife's nineteen eighty grad night and it was like one he didn't have. We're like, no way in hell. It's not that it's worth anything. It's but sentimental. For tr- more grad her. night, yeah. Right. So it's and you know, he'd tell me, Oh god, my, you know, my collection of Disney stuff's worth, you know, five grand. And I'd say, No it's not. Oh yes it is. <laughs> it's worth five grand. I said it's not worth crap. I said it's only worth something if you're willing to sell it and someone's willing to, to pay, pay that it, price yes. for it. Or if you're willing to pay for insurance on it, and somebody will insure it, that's the only time it's actually worth anything. Other, otherwise, it's in your mind; it's on paper. It has no value until you actually want to get rid of it, because there's no way to collect on that unless it parts. Sure. Well, your you know, so.
0: it's you know what the market will bear, right? It's only its value is determined by the market. So, if someone's willing to pay you ten bucks, worth ten bucks. Someone's willing to pay you a dime worth a dime
1: right and if you're just a collector to have things in your wall it's not worth jack because you're not willing to get sure. rid of it
0: so well then it becomes priceless right you won't sell you it for maybe yeah. well yeah you won't sell it for anything um yeah i wonder wh- i wonder what my original uh lanyards for the first minis moonlit madness what do you think they're worth
1: Oh yeah, thanks for correcting me on that. <laughs> moonlight, I, moonlight well, I could, I'm like <laughs> typing away. Thinking, what the hell was the name of that? Moonlight, oh, moonlight, moonlight. That, that's that's, a, <laughs> you alluded to. You didn't quite tell people what I did to that that girl that was with us uh, when I came running back with the.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, that was later. That was after, That was at one of the stops. She was jumping oh. in, and you took
1: off. She George. wasn't quite.
0: She wasn't quite at the back of the truck yet. <laughs>
1: That was at the beginning. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's all yeah. a big blur back oh, then. But yes, it's all right up. out the back of the pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for, those kind of things are the reasons why the uh, almost 20 years that, ago <laughs> that kind of thing is no longer done. Yeah, uh, liability issue on that. Um, yeah, we all, have to. If you want to know what the hell we're talking about, you have to go find the thread on the podcast. Oh, it's we're, we're talking the,
0: about. Yeah, cool. go. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. <laughs>
1: Goofy's Pursuit. I couldn't remember it's that a name great Goofy Pursuit, yeah. yeah. That's right. Once that's
0: one year we were in over by
1: Garden Grove. Near yeah, That like, was the year I think I. the like first day I had new glasses, I lost them in the rivers of America. <laughs> <laughs> drive around with prescription sunglasses on. Oh, that, my yeah. gosh. I was so pissed That was off. horrible.
0: One of the stops was under the A, the big A, that they'd moved out to the parking lot. Yeah, both yep. years. That's one where
1: I th- think I dropped her out of the back of the truck. I think it was. It was yeah, because because
0: yeah, that I was going to get a clue. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> get was, a clue. Yeah. yeah. No, you know <laughs> the first you know the first clue we got was you know here's a here's a number. Go to a tel- a payphone. You had yep, to decode yep. the the clue based on the numbers the number pad on the telephone. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Richard Nitro. So those,
1: those were, those were a lot of fun. Uh, you know, even though we never won, I think we did oh, fairly well. Uh, yeah, you know? come in the middle of the pack is fairly well. Oh yeah, there's some dumb shits that are really at the bottom. But some of those times, you wonder how did the freaking people do that so fast? I mean, we. Yeah, we'd we had, finish in we three hours had three four, and people been there an hour already. Yeah, three or four guys that were pretty well versed in the parks and. Um, yeah, uh, I guess there were some even more fanatical people than we were. Do
0: we want, do we want, all right, since we're talking about it, do we want to run one down from top to bottom?
1: Run one what?
0: Run down the whole event from top to bottom.
1: No, I was kind of no, rambling about it. No, who cares? It wasn't right. that much fun.
0: Either way, the first Mini's Moonlit Madness, you know, they tied, they snapped you together with those snap rings with, you know, stretchy yeah. lanyards. I still got yep, mine. Yep. I still oh, got really? mine for the first one. It's somewhere in a box in the garage. I, yeah, you
1: know, you know I, just I, I have all... <laughs> I have all kinds of that crap that I just don't... Like, when we came back from Disney World last year, we had all those little uh, extra magic hour things, and you know, I just threw them in a box. Because d- someday wristbands? I'm going to pull this out. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put them with my vacation stuff. You know, I create little, like... Or I should say the wife creates a little scrapbook of what we did on our vacation, uh, and we'll throw those in there. I I, yeah, I still have bags from my first trip to Disney World in 75. You know, you come home with 20 bags, I might keep one of each type. And believe it or not, you see this stuff occasionally at, at trader conventions, on on eBay, in the collection magazines, what things are worth. And I just do it more for the nostalgia. Oh, and by the way, you're going to play some of our uh, voicemails tonight, right?
0: Yeah, we're going to go voicemails. Did you did you listen to well, it?
1: Well, it, ju- it just reminded me of there one of the guys that uh, voicemailed us uh, that you'll play later runs a website. Disney postcard, history of Disney World and postcards, or something like
0: that. The big Brian dude, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I had emailed him. I recognized the name as soon as he said that. I said I emailed him a long time ago because he didn't have a postcard that I had, and I wondered, you know, if he was interested in it or not to sell it, but to send him the image. And I don't know if I ever did, but this guy's really got a collection. You might have the same postcard five different times, but because they change the color of the flag on it or some kind of type changes but on the it's back yeah. uh, one of each one, so you know a very serious postcard collector, uh, which I thought was very cool. And it's you know so yeah, it is how much is that like his worth? It's only worth something if he's willing to get rid of it. Sure. I mean, you know I've got a full collection of the the Disney news from very first publishing to the very last publishing. Is it worth anything? Yeah. Nah. It might be to some people. I, I would never get rid of it if I'm, I had my brothers. So. I've
0: got just about every Disneyland line from the time I worked there. Two yeah, years worth.
1: Two. Years. I got uh, nine years worth of those. Two years
0: worth so of Disneyland lines, some eye sneers, which is the uh, Florida newspaper mixed in there, and um, some of the studio ones.
1: A lot of studio and ones. And I found some old ones that I got from. A girl I went to high school with, she'd worked at Disneyland many years before I did, and they had a couple different publications that either just never got going. They were kind of cast member run publications. Some of them were pretty cool. They had some great behind the scene uh, kind of behind the scene stuff. It was very 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 cool. Um, I was trying to think of some, something. else happened at the park when I was there the other night that kind of had me going. Um, well, you know, I, I did go over to Club Buzz, and I. Yeah, I, I don't usually go by to watch the shows during the day, but they actually had a a band playing at night. Uh, they weren't too bad; they sounded okay. Uh, blowing some smoke and making it kind of foggy, and there's about 20 or 30 people bouncing around on the floor. That's not too watching bad. Them. Are, are no, they, not too bad. The
0: construction walls are still up there, though.
1: Yeah, the construction walls are still up, but uh, I wasn't sure if they still had. Bands. I mean, they didn't have a huge following, but there were some people who looked like they might be regulars, a little old. You know, some guys maybe in their 40s or 50s, they were getting, kind of getting closer and take a picture of the chick that was singing. Huh. Um, and she's not anything young to say, you know, I should probably, I'm, yeah, I'd hate to insult her, but yeah, that's <laughs> what I won't say. But she, was, she, did, she wasn't a 20-something, I don't think. But, but they sounded pretty good. They had a pretty decent sound. I gotta say, this is one thing, you know, Disney's usually got pretty good sound systems. I, I think that, the volume level and didn't let me; my doing, ears yeah. bleed. But you know, it, it sounded good, and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I know what you want to talk about: our, our right. first trip through uh, the haunted mansion with some of the new effects in it. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, there's already been plenty of forum postings about it. It's been two weeks. We wrote it two weeks. We wrote it on the fifth of May, right?
1: Yeah. We'll let's see. What you went out of town. Why why are we so behind on? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, well then here I'll throw the official apology now. I, you know, Greg was gone to Vegas uh, end of April. Two weeks later, I went away for a week to a business trip in lovely Key Largo, Florida. Yeah, I bet that was rough, dude. The place is rural. It is country road. U.S. One that goes all the way out the Keys. You leave Florida City. Welcome to Florida Keys. It's a country road with trees, or swamp, or grass next to you. Nothing. Alligators? There's gators. You saw there's gator crossing signs.
1: <laughs> Seriously. And you know do the gators <laughs> use the signs? Do they cross where they're supposed? No, to? No, <laughs>
0: I don't think so. <laughs> and you know and you drive along and there's a building nestled in amongst the trees. Oh, that's a post office. Oh, that's a gas station. Oh, that's a grocery store. Oh, there's our so, resort. So,
1: but Do you feel like uh, my cousin Vinny out in the south there hoping not to get in trouble? Oh, goodness. It, it was...
0: The locals were a different breed, you know. They're fishermen types or, you know, they live on the water. They make their living diving, all taking tourists. Yes. Yes, they had all... But they're, you know, dark, tanned, you know. Oh, I bet. Out in the sunlight. Yeah. That's right. Not good teeth. <laughs> I mean, all right. We looked up the best restaurant in Key Largo. Found its name, got its address. I punch it into the. McDonald's. No. Big boys. No, it's a seafood place, of course, right? It's um, called the Calypso. I punch its address into the handy-dandy map program on the Trio 650, and says it's you know two miles. Well it's about four miles away from our resort because US 1, which is that highway, everything's by mile marker. At mile marker 103, which means you're 103 miles from the end, you'll find this, which was our resort, the Marriott Key Largo Bay, whatever it was called, and the Calypso is at mile marker 99, all right, so four miles away, so we find a way over there, well, this restaurant was on a marina, a working marina for working fishing boats, not pleasure boat yacht marina, but working boat marina, and... You walk in through a house, out to their backyard. What it looked like there was under one of those like RV canvas covers, you know, yeah. with a bunch of tables on their patio, and then four tables that were outside.
1: Best seafood you ever had, probably.
0: Oh, it was good, but surly, surly wait staff, <laughs> cash only, you yeah, know, yeah. and no separate checks. One check per table, no exceptions. And we're all on separate expense accounts, you know. So that was good food, but you know the paperwork issue is going to be a hassle.
1: Well, well, what you could have done is each one you could have set at a separate day. table. Yeah, I told
0: I made that. And we moved together. There <laughs> were six of us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> only
0: one meal out of six came in on a real plate. My food came in a plastic basket. Uh, two people ordered two. What
1: you What you, you get? Fish and chips or
0: something? Uh, uh fish and shrimp basket. Fish.
1: Do they, have, do they have calamari?
0: There was calamari, but not at that place. They had yellowtail. Oh, oh and in Florida, you know, we call mahi-mahi here in California, which yeah. is a dolphin fish. They yes. call it just dolphin there. So, you know, if you're an uneducated boob, you think they're talking about flipper. <laughs> all right? When they say dolphin. Well, you know,
1: you know why they do that out here, because all these leftists... Yes, because you know, you
0: know. the idiots here will think you're talking about flipper, yeah. but what you're really talking about is a dolphin fish.
1: But, but you know, let's get right down to it. Tuna... It's just not tasted the same since it's been dolphin free. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same zip that it used to when you know they're Yeah, be a little, little bit there. of
0: dolphin mixed in, I don't know. But yeah, they had the some
1: dolphins were so damn smart, how come they keep getting caught in the nets? Anyways, I don't, I don't dolphin know. fish.
0: Alright, so it was dolphin fish, they had they had good stuff. Um, fish out, you know, blackened, I I don't know, Romanoff style, you you name it, they had it on there. Popcorn shrimp, popcorn this. Oh, conch. You know what conch is, right? It's a big sea snail conch, spelled C-O-N-C-H. Oh, oh, I thought that w-
1: that was in Emperor's New Groove. That's not that guy. Okay.
0: That's cronch. That's cronch. Anyway, conch, you know, they eat that. That's a soup. They have french fries made out of that stuff. I don't know. But anyway, so this little restaurant was in the middle of nowhere on a marina that if you weren't careful, you wouldn't see it. And their outdoor dining was actually four tables on the dock. <laughs> the indoor dining was behind a little wall on their patio under a cover. Wow. But it's still essentially outside. Yeah. Paper cups. Any, any,
1: any bubblegum shrimp out there?
0: There is a bubblegum shrimp place, but I didn't see any in Key Largo. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's it's rural. And it's no, no, country I road I and you. And, you know, it could have been a road in Kentucky for all you knew. I'm serious. Wow. You just Very couldn't cool. tell the difference. Yeah. So that was a okay. Long
1: so back to the West Coast. That was a All long right. trip, huh? Who yeah. the hell sent you out there, anyways? Uh,
0: well, the the vendor for this for it was a user conference for a particular case management software, and the vendor who hosts this conference purposefully takes it someplace exotic every other year. Like last year was San Diego. This year it's Key Largo. Next time it'll be somewhere on the west coast, it's more normal, and then next year it'll be on the east coast, someplace fancy. And he does that because the industry, the people who generally work in that industry, don't really get vacations all that often, so it's his way to kind of sneak him a vacation.
1: Yeah. Should um, suggest that, you know, Maine or uh, somewhere no, up in the northeast. he'll always do it warm. Oh. Well, this time, of, this time of year it is warm. What it, are you talking
0: about? It was pleasant, too. It was humid, yeah. nice breeze. But yeah, it's definitely BFE. Not a whole oh. lot going on. So, wow. that's I was gone for weeks, so that's why our last podcast was what May 1st, April 30th, I don't remember. Yeah, it's getting L- there. Long time ago. Um so do we still want to talk about Mansion because we did that that was Friday before I left. Do you remember yeah, anything why not? about the, it?
1: Yeah, I actually uh, I remembered you were I I enjoyed that trip to Disneyland. It's the first time you and I have been in a long, long time. time. Yes. And, uh, I was free of any rugrats or kids.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, had my camera backpack, all my camera hey, equipment. Did and you, you upload pictures? Ru- uh, I started to. Some of them, uh, uh, if, I don't know if it was bandwidth or something. There was, I took.
0: It's like a thousand photos. You started oh, with like 900. Uh, and next I took two, a-
1: I took two or three hundred pictures. Oh, think, gosh. And probably, you know, three quarters of those were of your. Kids my doing something crazy, or you coping with your kids. <laughs> it, was, it was very enjoyable for me you know, to, since yeah. you've been such a smart ass all these uh, years about how to take yeah. care of kids. It was interesting. Did to I lose watch my cool? Action.
0: Did I lose my cool? Did I keep them under I, control?
1: You didn't lose your cool.
0: All right. So, you know, they uh...
1: were they under control? Sort of. <laughs> you didn't lose your cool though.
0: Yeah. No, but the first time I would taken them without stroller.
1: No, they, they actually did pretty good. Um, uh, they they did okay. So, yeah. so they, they they were they were fun enough. It, it's been a long time since I've been at the park with kids that small. So Gosh. I mean, my youngest is twelve, 12. now. So yeah. you
0: know. we're talking about three and a half year olds here. Yeah, and and twins. Yeah, mm. and we got an interventions. They did the my uh, they did my biggest fear, which is one goes one way and the other goes the other, and I wasn't holding on to one of them. You know both were free they split in two different directions
1: yeah. Yeah, that's a relatively pervert free zone so yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, but still you know you never know, know what they know, get into
1: yeah. you, you've got a little bit of woman in you. You, you you were worried when they, they went two different directions well yeah you, you got my, in touch with your feminine side they're my
0: treasures way. man come on
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I had an eye out on them
0: I, I, I figured but you know it's, it's not uh, it's not my place to assume that anybody but me has responsibility
1: no, oh, hey, that's that's, uh, right? Am I am I hearing this right? This is night. This is 2006, and you you're taking responsibility for your kids. I didn't <laughs> think that was. No, I no, I didn't think that's how things <laughs> are done these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I cannot yeah. assume anybody has responsibility for my children. So that's. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they, they did okay. I, they, you know, it was a a fairly long day. What was even funnier though, when it was time to go home, and one wanted to go home, and the other one didn't. That was yeah. That was kind of fun to watch. But. Yeah,
0: that's when you just pick them up and run.
1: Yep, yep. But anyways, right, yeah, so we, we pretty much <laughs> walked right on the mansion. Yes. There was uh, uh, no waiting. Though Space Mountain that day was what an hour, hour long. Hour. Yeah. N- nobody going to but the we, mansion. We
0: got on. The, we got on lots of stuff.
1: Yeah, we did. Well, you know, the mansion was cool. They had the uh, the hidden fiftieth Mickey back up in the spider web. I think that had been down through the holiday overlay, but yeah. I sort of remember right.
0: All right. So we get in. Right, elevator no change, stretching room no Sorry, change.
1: Was, What's I that? The Diet Pepsi. I was letting the oh. Diet Pepsi pass away from the mic. Okay. Um, yeah, so we go up there and uh, you know we're we're riding and we hadn't really seen any changes other than you know the last time it reopened there were a few changes to the the hallway of pictures as you first come off the elevator and one of the portraits has changed. Now someone might correct me and say that's been there for a while, but uh, I didn't notice it during the... Ho- well, of course, the holiday overlay has the Nightmare Before Christmas yes. guys in it. But the... Uh, God, which one is it? One of the... The center portrait reminds mm-hmm. me of the portrait that's at the Haunted Mansion at the Magic Kingdom at Disney World. Uh, but the... The one where Instead the of slow... Yeah, which one?
0: Go ahead. You go.
1: Oh, I say the uh, Instead of slowly changing like they used to, now the... The effects behind them kind of go with—they're the, actually timed with the lightning that you're seeing outside the window. Uh, so. Oh. So they, I don't, that's not. Uh, I thought they've done that for a while, haven't they? I see. I don't know. Maybe I hadn't been. So you So you were, while, you were pointing. I'm
0: thinking, what, what's new here? You were because you're, you're trying to make a comment as we're Mark moving down that hall. That, hey, check yeah, out the well, photos. I'm like, I'm not seeing anything new.
1: Yeah. Well, they used to slowly change, like Medusa. You know, she'd go from the regular picture slowly. Yeah. Change, no, but
0: that's change. time. That's been time with the lightning for a while.
1: I, I, yeah. You know, it may have been a while since I've been on it without the holiday overlay. But,
0: Same here. Uh, Same here. Yeah.
1: But All one right. portrait was different. That that center portrait is not an original portrait. Like I say, You know, sometimes it's like you you go on these things. You you've seen this a million times. You're chatting in line. You may not be looking over there, and then you go on and you're like, God, oh, how long has that been? there? Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: that's a, well, that's what gives it legs, right? That's what lets you ride it over and over again because sometimes you're not catching everything the first time around. That's
1: right. So, you know, we're riding and Get on you know, our doom buggy. Doom, doom buggy. And I'm waiting for... To see if there's anything done. Well, actually, I wasn't expecting anything. Or was this the second... No, I told you Karen and I had ridden this, right?
0: So. Yeah, um, but, you know, we had read that thing way back, like show number five.
1: Oh, yeah, the one where... Uh, we our, talked about all these our, changes. Our one co-host swore that this wasn't wasn't, wasn't happening, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His inside source sucks. But anyways... Because um, there's supposed to
0: be changes <coughs> to the seance room.
1: And yeah, yeah. we didn't
0: see anything new there.
1: Nothing there. Though, you know, this this is a, a room that has experimented with a few different effects. You know, the old, you, you know, originally you just had the crystal ball. Yes. And it's it's projected by film. And I will say that I, well, maybe I shouldn't say it might get, might get in trouble, but I know what the film looks like. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um <laughs> Projects onto the ball. Then they were playing with uh, being able to project it from the inside or use fiber optics to do it so you didn't always see that little hit light yeah, yeah. Hit, hit, hitting the ball. Then they went to an effect where the whole table floated. But, the not the table. but not very not high. But right? no, like no, not very high. Not very high. high at all. 6
0: to 12 inches off the ground just kind yeah. of floated and, around. And yeah. the whole
1: table kind of floated. Then it went back to the stationary table. And now... The way
0: they do it now is cool.
1: Oh, it's very cool. Table...
0: Stationary. Stays where it's at,
1: and the ball kind of floats to the left, kind of goes up, floats and, all know, around, floats over to the right. Well, I'm trying to give you an idea of the path. You know, if you were if you were to take it from a stationary point in center of the table, it kind of moves it either whether it's left or right doesn't really matter, but it goes a little to the left, a little up, then all the way over to the right, down, and kind of does a circular path left to right. Yeah, and from very from cool.
0: from like five to ten feet off the ground, floating oh, yeah, up and down. Yeah. yeah, it it moves a lot.
1: Moves quite a bit. I, I've never seen Disney World do that. Now, granted, I had a 19-year, uh, you know, absence from those parks, <laughs> but the last two times we were there, it's pretty much the same old mansion. Yeah, that I don't I've remember. Any,
0: all right, so we move past Madame Leota. We see the ballroom scene. No change there.
1: No change. But you know, there was a there was a thread on the Disney podcast net. I just wanted to address that. You know, the, I think this came up on Character Breakfast. They were talking about urban legends, and this one was supposedly true, that shots, in the, plural, uh, there were multiple holes in that glass. And as far as I can remember from years of working there, there is one, one hole. covered with a spiderweb. It's, it's covered with spiderwebs. It's not even a full hole. It's more of a good indentation than, a, than BB, an actual
0: what a BB, hole. What a BB gun does, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Puts a conical. So, yeah, what Character Breakfast was talking about was, sounded like someone had you know, brought a, hand, like a handgun or large gun in. Shot the place up, but there's basically one indentation, like a BB gun would make, uh, something like you've seen at you know your local restaurant when you've sat there and you've looked <laughs> at the window. And, oh, yeah, someone shot a BB gun at it. It's that kind of little indentation. Yeah. So, anyways, moving around the corner, we, we're we, heading. Oh, we into see the our,
0: we see the hidden Mickey with the plates.
1: Uh. Yeah, it's uh, yes, we saw that. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know what my thoughts are. Yeah, stupid hidden Mickey's are. So, anyways, uh, moving right along. We're, you head into the attic.
0: Now here's where yeah. all the fun stuff was.
1: Oh, fun, very fun stuff. And it doesn't really, it's not in your face. It's actually, I think, very subtle. You see this portrait. And, you know, if you were the casual observer and you saw the portrait, then you might, you know, this portrait was on the right. You might immediately look to the left to see what's coming up next because the way the attic, and actually this attraction works very well, is they, they're able to move your eye from left to right By with swing. different things happening. You know, you, you see the long hallway. And then as your car swings, somewhat roughly, you'd think they'd be able to smooth that thing yeah. out. Uh, then you're kind of cued to look over at the guy trying to get out of the coffin. And then you're cued to kind of see the hallway. And they keep moving you back and yeah. forth. So, anyways, you're in the attic and you're kind of cued up to look to the right. You're kind of then cued to look to the left. But as you're looking, if you, you look long enough at the portrait, the guy's head disappears. You know, it's a wedding portrait. you got yeah, the, groom, the bride and the bride and and, groom. Uh, the groom and the groom's head disappears. Very cool effect, and then there's I another the, portrait on uh, your left.
0: I missed the first one.
1: Yeah, I, I thought you did, because you, you didn't really comment, and uh, the effect was really good. And, then you, and you're seeing, I don't want to call it booty, but you're seeing probably all the wedding gifts. You're seeing yeah, all the well, the, the, I, the dowries, if you will. That I came. would call
0: it booty. I remember one was like a pile of china.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's not a dowry. Stuff. That would that wouldn't come with a chick. It's It's... You know, everything that the man brought his riches that yeah. he brought to the wedding. She obviously married well each time and you kept seeing the heads disappearing the from these portraits. And then you're getting you are coming up to the end of the attic and you know the bride uh, always was on the right. And it was kind of a very simplistic figure, you know, the heart was beating and she kind of red eyes. forth, red eyes. Nothing too detailed. And then at and, one time and the,
0: and the the ghost playing the dirge, you know, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the wedding march.
1: Yeah, and that's, the, that's an effect that was not there from the beginning. No, that's last ten years. Yeah, yeah the, the oh, might be longer than that, But, yeah, anyways, it's it's the shadow figure playing the, the piano, which has been something that's been in Disney World's, uh, not in the attic, but in, in the main part of the, the mansion since the beginning, as far as I know. Um, so... Then now you know to the left at one time was the the groom or the the guy with the hat box you you see it in the large figures they sell in Disney Anna, and I think they might even sell them through their their catalog but um, so you always the idea was to have the bride and the bride's groom, and if you ever listened to the old l p with Thorough Ravenscroft and Paul Fries and all that where they you know take you through the ride and tell you the story and, and the whole thing, there was the bride and the bridegroom with his uh, I believe his head was supposed to show up in the hat box. box. I don't remember the exact details of that. But, and then you also heard uh, I do
0: in the background.
1: Yeah. And that I do thing was fairly recent. I don't remember that being there since I was a kid. But it's it's fairly recent. Um, and I, over the 40 years or so I've been on the mansion, or uh, maybe 35 okay. years or so, probably saw the hat box guy once. Maybe twice, you know, when I was young, but uh, it seems to me like they had something there and something wasn't there. It wasn't necessarily. Couldn't make up their the mind. The figure, but I guess there were some effects issues with that one. But, you know, regardless, who cares. The the main thing is now the, the new uh, bridegroom is bride. where the hatbox guy would be, would be the new, which would be on the left before the new bride. bride. The, oh, I'm sorry. That's yes, bridegroom. bride. Bride. And what I think you missed the first time was you were looking at her face. Yeah, I was trying to hear what and she was it, saying. Yeah, your 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 zoom lenses zoomed into her face. I'm trying to watch the the, the whole thing. She's got her hand together like where to be hold, holding the bouquet, and there's a hatchet in her hand that disappears, and it's a very cool effect. And the whole figure is done uh, really well. It's it's yeah, lit up
0: really- eerily, and yeah, I missed I missed the bouquet turning into a hatchet.
1: Yeah, you gotta go back. It's, it's, oh, it's sure. done very well. Although I can't wait to see what they do in the séance room because if it's anywhere close to what they've done in the attic, uh, it's, it's, it's a great update.
0: Yeah. Now, supposedly the séance room is where the first uh, the first indications of the four you know headless dudes are trying to make their way back or something from the other side.
1: Yeah, right. Contact with Madame Leota and all yeah. that. Yeah. And then no, it's gonna it's gonna be very good.
0: Then the cemetery scene finishes like normal.
1: Yeah, though I was reading somewhere,
0: the Hitchhiker Ghost uh, is supposed to get updated.
1: Yeah, that that should be cool to see what they do with that. That's uh, that's always been kind of my favorite thing at the end of the ride. Which one am I riding with? You know, do I get my favorite guy or?
0: Who's your favorite guy? You know.
1: I think the skinny one. Okay. I don't know why, but you know, and then uh, well, you know, I've always liked Poltergeist. Now, granted, that movie came long after um, uh, this attraction, but in the what's it, the second Poltergeist, where they got the really Kind of spooky guy that follows the girl girl Uh around. That figure, well, I should say, he reminds me of the figure in the mansion. And it's just kind of that creepy, skinny Mm. guy. I don't know why, but that's been my favorite. The long beard guy who gives a crap, you know, I don't know. Uh, And the other, I just, that's the one that comes out in my mind is the guy. Okay. Well. Whatever it's worth, yeah.
0: When we were done, I I thought it was cool and not... uh, not mishandled, not overdone, not underdone. Although there's been some complaints about the bride's, uh, I guess, facial expressions or whatever. Really? Side some thread I, somewhere.
1: Uh, the biggest difference to me here is these effects are obviously very modern in their technology, which are somewhat at contrast to the way the rest of the attraction's done. But I think it blends fairly well. Um, I, I think it's a good update. I'm sure some of the, the fundamentalists, at the DFs, are not going to like that the, the thing has uh, changed. Well, it's better
0: than the change they did to Pirates, where they're chasing food instead of girls. So Very know. true. Yeah, so. Very true. Yeah, All I'm right.
1: waiting. I'm, I can't believe we still have the auction scene, where they're auctioning off the women. I'm really surprised that someone hasn't caved to that. I'm hoping Iger will have some backbone. The, and, the buy a bride. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah n- not not allow this political correctness to... You know, it's it's just an attraction. I don't think any kids growing up going, "Ooh, I get to chase women." Yeah, I saw it in Pirates. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm going to sell I'm going to sell women. I saw it in Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, you like know, they're going to
0: submit themselves to that. Yeah, exactly. All right, do we do we want to move on to the voicemails? I know we've like for two shows we've said, "Hey, we'll play voicemails," and we haven't. Is that a good time? Well, to we do probably that.
1: should since this show's been a lot about nothing. Um, <laughs>
0: Yes. exactly
1: well we talked about now uh, you know, because everybody out there understands how podcasts are done we're not probably going to play these live right? you're going to edit them in later and we're going to talk about what they are well you gotta, thanks you gotta,
0: for killing the illusion I was going to try to make it like we play in them, we're hearing them and then after we hear them we talk about it but now that you now that you have blown the illusion out of the water let me ask you straight out have you listened to them all?
1: <laughs> yes, I have.
0: Do you know what they say? Uh, pretty much, yeah. All right, so then what we'll do is this.
1: Hey, if you think you're techni- technically savvy enough to to blend it in as we're talking here, go for it.
0: Well, I can blend it in as we're talking, but you won't hear it.
1: Well, when you're done blending and uh, no, no, you I, can't figure out how to get in, into my headphone in this small little studio.
0: It's easier to drop it in after the fact.
1: Okay, that's fine. Whose do you want to talk about first?
0: Well, I'd say we do. We go in order. We got Big Brian first. Then Jeff send us a voicemail from his first trip to Walt Disney World,
1: <laughs> talking yeah, now about? Now he's on his his second one <laughs> since then, right? Yeah,
0: and then Lou just sent us a voicemail a couple days ago from the Animal Kingdom
1: Lodge. Yeah, I I think Lou was delirious when he sent us. Yeah, his he was kind of giddy. Yeah yeah he right. he was he was having a good time on his trip.
0: All right, so um let's give a little pause here and uh I'll start up
1: they're so f- professional.
0: The first one.
2: <laughs> Hi guys, I've been enjoying your shows and uh, I heard you say you hadn't gotten any voicemails yet, so I thought I'd send you one. My name is Brian Marksoff. I write a w- website called Walt Disney World: A History in Postcards at dot uh, nccom And uh, I did have one thing I wanted to comment on in your recent show with Jeff. Uh, you, you guys were critiquing the wand and the uh, e- Epcot entry area. And, and there are things I don't like about that area. But one thing you said was if you could get rid of the wand, you wouldn't mind the, uh, the plaza. I just feel just the opposite. That might be a good one for a poll on the Disney Podcast Network. Maybe they could set that up and see how many people say, if you could only get rid of one, the wand or the uh, graveyard headstones, leave a legacy, uh, which would you get rid of? My feeling, I would much rather get rid of the uh, leave a legacy monolith and and restore that fountain or, or just do something different at least. Uh, as per the wand, you know, in theory, yeah, when I hear people say, Yeah, I know I'm at Epcot, but you don't need to put a big wand uh that says Epcot over the spaceship Earth I-, I-, I can understand that critique. But it actually photographs pretty well. It's 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 kind of I think it's kinda of pretty actually. It's it's much uh better than say the castle cake or something like that, which I know most people think was quite hideous. I thought it was a neat idea, but it uh, didn't execute very well. Um, but like I said, I've been enjoying your show, and I uh, just thought I'd share that with you, and uh, I'm sure you've probably got a lot more voicemail this week. Have a great week.
0: Okay, so any, you want to comment on Big Brian's voicemail other than saying thanks for being the first one?
1: <laughs> oh, that's definitely a distinction. I'm not quite sure what kind of a distinction yeah. but, Um no it's I think you guys should check his website out uh, did he I don't recall if he gave out his website address uh on that or not Yeah weren't you paying attention <laughs> No No somehow you couldn't get it into my headphones Oh small, well you little, know uh, when you a small little hole we podcast out of um, no, he's got a very cool website, uh, a very comprehensive collection of postcards from Disney World. Uh, so, no, it, it was interesting that he was our first one because I somehow stumbled across his website, either as a l- link or mentioned on MySage or on AllEarsNet. I, I don't know where I found it, and it's been a while since I've been there. But
0: He also had a uh, show request cool for stuff. us, did he not?
1: I believe so. Why don't you tell us about that, Mike? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> How sad is that? Here, you know what? I'll just kind of.
1: That is pretty darn hey, sad. Do you want me to fill uh, some airtime while you're you're checking that out? Because I'll plug my podcast distracted. while we're at it. Because like you knew what you were going to say before you recorded it. Go ahead. So write it down or try it again. Go ahead.
0: Plug Imagining Maui. Anytime. Anytime.
1: Imaginary My Way podcast. The, the RSS feeds should be working now. Hey, uh, Mike iTunes Greg, has Richard, it listed with a good feed Houston. now. I got road road feed. Here. Uh, the website's been updated. Not done, uh, but, but it is updated. There's some pages that are just templates that hopefully will be taken care of soon. I, I was recording a show tonight before Mike rudely called me and asked me to do this I did not podcast. call
0: you, you lying bastard. You called me.
1: <laughs> you were offline. Yeah, that's true. Hey, right. we Giving another secret away. So, anyways, <laughs> um, and you know, I didn't tell you this. I got asked to do, an, and this is pretty scary. When someone asks me to do a podcast, I will now be doing a third one, but it has nothing to do with Disney. Uh, I'm a moderator, I guess, moderator and host of a ArchiCAD user group, the ArchiCAD user group of Southern California. And if you don't know what ArchiCAD is, it's a 3D Modeling program that you can do construction drawings in and visualization, animation a lot. It's not really an animation like a, a 3D Studio Max or something of that, but it's for the architecture industry. And as a extension of the user group, the guy who originally started it and is the retailer, who was actually this this is pretty interesting, Mike. I don't know how we got lucky enough that the guy that started our user group was named last year's the re- retailer of the world. For ArchiCAD. Okay. Which is a pretty big distinction. And by the way, this should interest you. It was originally developed in Budapest. Yeah.
0: See Hungarians.
1: Yeah, those Hungarians. Those 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 uh, sneaky <laughs> bastards. And there's actually a really funny story how we got it all started back when it was part of the Eastern Bloc and he had to smuggle something into the country and all that. Really? But, uh, yeah, yeah. But they they have market share in quite a few areas. You know, everybody's heard of AutoCAD. Every God forbid everybody's heard of AutoCraft. but uh, AutoCAD probably the number one software out there. This this one's probably easily number two, but they have some markets that they totally have sewed up. Hawaii, have, I have haven't quite figured it out, but you know if you look at what software is used the most in certain geographical areas, uh is used the most in Hawaii. Okay, uh, so Eastern Bloc countries like Hungarian, Hungarian. Hungary, Hungary. the Hungary. Thank you. Uh, God, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm yeah. having one of those things. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you'd find that interesting. Bluetooth. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've got to start doing these the, little other podcasts.
0: What, now. you're doing podcasts about ArchiCAD?
1: Well, what we'll do is like, you know, little tech, uh, little tips, techniques, things like that, or uh, uh, recapturing what happened at the user group for those who didn't make it. Oh, so okay. You know, download the podcast, find out if there's, um, you know, new handouts to go find. New th- and there's a new release coming out, uh, ArchiCAD 10, which is probably the largest release and change to the software that's probably ever been made really advancing it so okay uh, our our you know maybe handful of guys is you know just gone crazy the last two months because of the new software release and everybody wanted to find out what it's all about so so anyways i haven't actually recorded the first one of that I i was trying to finish another imaginary my way tonight and i'm almost done with it i've um, All right, well... This will be a really exciting show, you know. I'm, good. I'm pull, pulling out ideas I wrote down probably 15 years ago and <laughs> seeing how bad they are.
0: Good. <laughs> All right, well, look, should we play Jeff's? Should we play Jeff's voice yeah. now? All
1: right. Do, do, well, did you uh, figure out what no. the show no, was? No,
0: I can't find it.
1: Are you worthless or what? Well, well I, Play I, Jeff's voice kn- Okay.
3: Hey, Mike, Greg, Richard, this is Jeff from Houston, just driving down the road here. Uh, the day before my trip to Walt Disney World and was uh, listening to your latest show, which was talking about Dinosaur and the way the car moves and how the car is the same as Indy. Now, I could be mistaken here, but I am about, I would say about 60% certain that the way the car um, actually reacts to the environment, you know, know, like an Indy, when the snake pops up and then the car kind of stops there and it kind of jolts off to the left and then goes again, I'm almost certain that even the car movements at Dinosaur are identical to the one at Indy. Um, I wrote it at least three times last time trying to figure out if it was, and, and I just was basically closing my eyes and thinking of Indy while I was riding Dinosaur. And those movements, the way it stalled, in the same place it stalled, the way it, it jerked, everything just seemed exactly the same as Indy. And um, you know, I did mention it briefly in my podcast, but just to be more detailed there, I you know I challenge any of the other listeners out there to ride that that have good experience with Indian California and see what they think but man i'm I'm almost certain that track, the movement of the car, everything is the same, and they've just changed kind of the show and that's around it. The other thing that makes it really cheap and ridiculous is the reason why it's so dark in dinosaurs so they don't have to do a lot of set dressing and um it was just you know to me it's almost cheap house, and uh yeah I think it's I think it's identical, just uh you know. Some other show elements as far as the set dressing goes, stuff in there. But other than that, to me, I think it's yeah, I, it's an identical ride, um, everything. So yeah, that's my two cents on the uh, whole uh debate you guys were having. So uh, still enjoying the show as usual, and um, I will talk to you guys later after my Disney World trip. Bye.
0: Now, Jeff wants us to, or to verify his opinion, or his thought that. Indie at Disneyland is the exact same track as Dinosaur dinosaur, um, and Animal Kingdom.
1: Kingdom. You know, there's been the thread has got going on the Disney Podcast Network about that. And as I was listening to one of the shows the other day at work, I pulled out a scrap piece of paper and was just trying to, you know, in real simple form, draw the ride layout as I remembered from walking through it as a cast member and then riding it and how it basically goes and where, where it climbs up the hill, where it turns, where it drops. And I've only been on Dinosaur twice, and I didn't get that impression that it was the same. I, I definitely, you know, one thing we're totally in agreement on is it is this same ride vehicle and ride vehicle technology? Yes, No question about that. Absolutely the same. Now, he made some interesting comments, you know, where the Snake, Lurches at you and the car reels back. I haven't quite figured out how the car knows to reel back from a A snake snake, because it's an inanimate object. Or I guess it's animate only by someone driving it, but you know what I mean. And then the part where, you know, Indy's hanging from the ball or hanging from the rope and the ball starts rolling at you and you dip below it, very similar to the uh, the end of Dinosaur where you go down below. um, Well, there's a mission for you you when
0: you go in August. Before yeah, you I guess I'm going to have to
1: ride, ride it a couple times. Well, you know, Animal Kingdom has just probably extended its half day park status for me since I'm going to have to ride Everest, Everest. A couple, two or three or four times. So. Uh, yeah. There's a cool, all, uh, there's a cool, was it, Disney HD I found on a podcast that had a widescreen, high definition uh, 720p uh, full ride through of that. It's very cool. The effects for the, uh, uh, Yeti. Yeti's very, very, very cool. I can't wait. See, I, I should do a countdown <laughs> do, like Lou and Bob's doing for do, the 50th anniversary of Disney World. <laughs> 5,600
0: days till <laughs> what? Disney World's yeah. 50th anniversary. Yeah. Well, I,
1: right. you know, I've got to hit those 30-day reservations. So I or 60-day reservations. So I'm yeah, six months. Just a little, oh,
0: dude. You can make reservations now, and I highly recommend that you do.
1: Not on not on all of them. The average ones at 60 six. days. Six. Months. are you sure 180 days
0: positive not on
1: everything I went to there's that website that has the little you put your date you go in you know and it tells you when you can start no screw website
0: telephone 407W Disney whatever the heck it is call them I
1: I know that portion I'm saying there's the the PS calculator I think they call it they tell you for which different events you can start booking based on what Disney policies are I'm telling
0: you that the table service restaurants are 180 days Okay, so
1: I'll go check it out. Most of them I'm not that worried about at the time. But you're almost going, you're almost
0: within you're almost within 60 days anyway. Oh wait, yeah, no, no we're, we're you're on, going in August, so almost 90 days. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're let's see today's the 16th. Man, we're you're going three months. 90, right? Like three months. Uh, it's 102 days and counting. Okay.
0: I think. Well, speaking of Lou, should we play let's play Lou's yeah, voicemail <laughs> from smoking from yeah, his yeah. Th- this one will it be long. I think
1: he was doing doing something when he room was Room with the king. Okay. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. Here we go.
1: He's a bit loopy.
0: Mike and Greg
4: and Richard, My cast. What is up? Lou here from beyond Main Street. Literally today. Uh, what's today? Monday. Oh, Monday May 15th. Yes. Uh, just kicking back. The a K L Animal Kingdom Lodge, taking a midday break. Uh thought I'd give a call and let you know how my trip is going. So far so good. It's hot as hell down here. Or at least it feels like it. Uh it's going good. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Uh had a nice day there yesterday at the Magic Kingdom. Uh ate at California Grill. Had a very, very nice dinner. We actually sat on the eastern part of the hotel and it was very cool so our view wasn't directly over magic kingdom uh, it was more looking over the wilderness lodge area but that was still very cool uh but yeah we're having a good time down here me my wife and daughter and just thought to give a quick call and let you know how things are going for us i'm looking forward to hopefully meeting up with arl from trapped on uh vacation and jeff the meandering mouth and uh also even though uh, a couple listeners of uh, some of our podcasts uh, I think that's going to go down tonight So we'll see And uh, hopefully we can all meet up And see how that's going But cool uh, Yeah, miss listening to you guys So I look forward to that when I come back That's one of the few things I look forward to Getting back on the Disney podcast Listening But uh, it'll be kind of sad to leave here Cool Well, outside from it being hot as hell Alright, man Take care, and we will get back with you when I'm back. Take it easy. Bye.
0: So, yeah, there's just Lou just checking in from the Animal Kingdom Lodge, saying hi.
1: Yeah, because Lou's supposed to join us, sort of like what we did with uh, Jeff from Houston, Yeah. and we just haven't been able to hook up. I've talked to him quite a bit on Skype. He's quite the nice guy. So. Well, uh, there's.
0: I think he's due back tomorrow, so he, maybe he's available this weekend.
1: Yeah, we, so, so yeah, we'll need to, to get a couple yeah. Well, see if we can figure out what to talk about We should do a couple more here real quick since we're behind <laughs> but, uh.
0: Yeah, no kidding Alright Um, Well, that catches up with voicemails um, So send us more Send us <laughs> feedback Have you been getting emails, Greg? Have you uh, been checking your MiceCast mail? Yes You're lying, aren't you?
1: No, no, okay. I have it set up at work. I don't have it set up at okay. home, but I have it set up at. I do okay. all my, you know, personal stuff at work. Okay, good idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I don't have
1: it set up at home, so you have to resend re- me all that info for the uh, to my oh, home that's email. That's fine. But, or um, so I'll forward it to home, whatever. Send us
0: mail, give us suggestions, tell us we stink, tell us we're good, whatever.
1: no, no but, don't tell us we stink. Just tell us. We're
0: okay. <laughs> but yeah. If, you know, if there's some, uh, there's something out there that you think needs a mice cast spin or an analyzing, or you think you'll set old Greg off here to go into rant, rampage mode, send it on over. Or you can leave a hey, voicemail. Hey, did
1: you did you see that thread about the uh, the bus service?
0: Yeah, I commented on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah Someone I'm made the same assumption I did, that you would hope at the higher-priced hotels that the service would be a little better. I you know but I stayed at a stayed moderate. Lodge and, yeah.
0: I stayed at a moderate and I have no complaints. No, no complaints you
1: stayed at a moderate and you had shade to stand in while you waited yeah, for your bus. nice quaint correct? little
0: you know Shame. bus I shelter. I stayed at
1: two different Value Resorts, Pop Century and All Star Sports. The only shade was three, uh, five steps away from the the queue. And if you were sitting over there, you most likely didn't make it on a bus sometimes if the line was long. So you have to trade with people in your party to go get shade. There's absolutely no shade while you're standing in line. My first trip, we had one of those times where, God, will the Epcot bus ever come? So we took the bus to MGM and then took the boat over to yeah, there's uh, Epcot, though that probably took us longer. At least I felt like I was moving rather than standing in line. And then when we were there in August, we had one time where it probably took an hour and ten minutes to get our bus i forgot what park it was but of course all the other parks there was a bus coming about every 15 minutes except for ours i, I never did figure that out but getting back to the hotel never seemed to be a problem that sometimes it would take 10 minutes but then two buses would come and you would load up two at once uh, so that didn't work out too bad but i'm hoping this time at the grand floridian that we'll get a little better service so we'll find out worst case is i take the monorail to the Ticket center, jump over to the Epcot one, ride that out there, and take the boat over to MGM. And again, it's more about moving than standing. It might take me a little longer, but there's you know things to see, and you know you feel like you're moving along. <laughs> or you could rent a car, but I just yeah. just something about renting a car is
0: Seems you know, counterintuitive. Jeff
1: Houston, yeah, Jeff from Houston does that. It works out works very well for him, but I kind of like doing the total immersion thing, but. Uh, you know, there might be some merit to that. We might drive out to St. Augustine while we're out there uh, to see the old fort. So okay. might, maybe we'll just keep the car the whole time. I don't know. We'll see. All
0: right. Well, let me give the phone number, and then we can sign off. You do that, Mike. All right. So, 206-600-MICE, 206-600-6423. Give us a call. Send us emails, Mike or Greg at MiceCast.com. And... Um, we don't have to do DPN Housekeeping because Brian Summer will take care of that for us.
1: Thank you,
0: uh, Brian. Anything else we want to do? No?
1: No, no, no. Any All more right. we talk about now just takes away from our next podcast. Sure. It's, you know, a Show about nothing. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, well then, uh, good night.
1: Good night. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum. Consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners.